Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John. I am joined by Ronnie, aka Night Owl, who is um, you're very much a night person. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I very much am. And we are recording this at eight in the clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, so you might see Ronnie's energy is is still hanging out last night. Me, I'm a morning person. This is this is my prime time, so I'm very happy to be recording in the morning. But uh, we'll see how You're Ronnie so does on this one. I'm so energetic. It's insane. I, I love the mornings. Uh, a lot of people listening to this probably hate me, and that's okay. Uh, I, I enjoy being a morning person, but let's it's talk funny some basketball. It, it's funny. That's complete opposite of me, too. You know, I, I, get, I wake up oh, I at like 2 yeah. in the afternoon or something. <laughs> I oh, mean, my gosh. I mean, like, no, I'll, I'll be up at like 8 or 9, but I don't actually wake up until 2, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was wide awake in bed at 5.30 this morning. Yeah, that's crazy. It's just, uh, just the way that I'm wired. But yeah. let's talk basketball, Ronnie. Let's hit it up with the news. Yes, sir. So James Harden finally received his ticket out of Philadelphia. So the 76ers agreed to trade the 10-time All-Star along with P.J. Tucker and Philip Petrucci to the Los Angeles Clippers for Marcus Moore Sr., Nicholas Batum, Robert Covington. Batum. Nicholas Batum, yep. I think, right? I, I think I said it exactly right. Batum. <laughs> Close. <laughs> exactly like you did. <laughs> Kenyon Martin Jr. and a 2028 unprotected first-round pick. Um, two second round picks in 24 and 29 and a pick swap in 2029 both teams announced on Wednesday so yeah Harden finally got his wish interesting he what got do you think? what he wanted who do you think wins this trade um, I don't know I think the Clippers did I feel like the Clippers do too because I, mean, I, I know Harden have, is just on a one year deal but they have four can... all-stars right they have four really good players the only thing, though, is like, how, how is Westbrook going to get along with Harden now? I mean, they yeah. didn't really work out before. Reunited. Yeah, he's, he was reunited with Durant, and now he's reunited with Westbrook. And I just don't see this working. I think it'll work short term. I don't think it'll work long term because between Westbrook and Harden, they, they just destroy whatever they touch and go to. So yeah. I just think it's weird that Philadelphia... For for several years now, right? The Ben Simmons, they had to trade him. Jimmy Butler going back, right? They had to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. What is going on? What's in the water there that, that just causes people to want to leave? Is it Joel Embiid? <laughs> is it the front office? Is it just a mess there? Yeah. This is a quality team that can't seem to keep its star players. I feel like it's a front office because uh, Harden was, you know, trashing the owner and everything. But that's just because of what he said recently. I'm I'm not exactly sure. Um, the Oklahoma City Thunder, they're also part of this trade, too. They were sending a yeah. protected 2026 first-round pick to the Sixers in exchange for a 2027 first-round pick swap with the Clippers. Yep. So. And, and the reason they need to do that is because you're not allowed to trade consecutive years of first-round picks. So they can't trade like the 2026 and the 2027. They can trade the 2026 and the 2028. But I suspect through other trades that they don't have all of those pieces. Mm-hmm. So they bring another team involved to send a first round pick there so that they can be compliant to the league rules, I guess. Gotcha. So it's always funny when they, they do these little games like that to, yeah. uh, to make I that happen. I didn't understand that. So yeah, th- thanks for explaining that. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So and the then... hard trade, we'll see if it works out. We'll see if that team can stay healthy. The Clippers are always a threat if they make the postseason, but you never know who's going to be on the court. All right. And then Joel Embiid, he got fined again. Uh, so he he was on the court. I uh, made an obscene gesture. And uh, yeah, it was announced Tuesday by Joel Dumars that uh, by executive vice president, 
head of basketball operations that he was fined $35,000. And from your research, you said he did another... Did the old crotch chop. <laughs> yeah, yep. the crotch chop. Two so, years in a row. He did it last year. He got fined and he's he's still doing it. Yeah. This is... I, mean, I don't know. It is what it is. I just think it's a stupid <laughs> gesture. If you're going to get fined for a mm-hmm. gesture, at least make it something relevant, not something from like the... Gosh, was that the late 90s when that was popularized by wrestling? I, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool, though. When I see him do that, when I was looking yeah, at that would. video last you year. You would think it's pretty it's cool, so right? Sweet. <laughs> because you just like get that excitement. You just get that. When you do something insane, like you block or you, you get the those two points to tie up the game and the and one, you know. I mean, you just you got to do something, and I don't think you should get fined for it. I don't think I don't see anything wrong with it. It's just it's just fun, and <laughs> they they fun. did it in WWE, so why not bring it to the NBA? You know, they're both fun sports. So, <laughs> so here's the I history like it. for it. It was first used by WWE superstar Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. as early as July 21st, 1997. Nice. So yep. the crotch chop is older than several of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Joel Embiid. It might be older than Joel Embiid. Shoot, how old is Joel? Yeah, he, he's not too, it's too interesting. old. Yeah, what is he, like 26 or something? But what other wrestling moves would you like him to use instead? I, I think he should do I this. I don't know that they need to use any wrestling no, moves. No, I, I, think, I, I, I think after something like this, like after a game-winning shot, there should be a beer ready and he should do this Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> where he crushes it on his forehead yeah. and like drinks it. That'd be so cool. He just throws it. Do something like that, you know, just, yeah. And to do some other wrestling moves out there too. You know, we, we talked about one uh, player a year. Every year a player is allowed to fight one fan. You could bring in so many moves if that were to become true, right? Exactly. Yep. The, the yeah, people's we elbow, to... clotheslines, the, the, <laughs> what was the Undertaker's uh, tombstone? Was that uh, his big yeah, move? Yeah, yep, yeah. 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 Did we need to get the pile driver in too? Absolutely. <laughs> I support, I support right. bringing wrestling in as long as it's used on fans that are jerks. <laughs> Cool. I love that idea. Well, let's, I'll talk to Adam Silver about it. Yeah. Th- thank you, Ronnie. That's what we've been waiting for. <laughs> All right. And then uh, Tyrese Halliburton, he was talking about how the, he thinks the winner of the in-season tournament should go to an automatic uh, playoff bid. He th- thinks like the winner that. for that. So, yeah, I, I like that, too. I, I like the idea. And uh, speaking about the in-season tournament, I got some results. So they started this Friday. I didn't even know this was going on Friday. I totally missed it. But um, I, the results are the Nuggets won over the Mavericks, 125-114. to 114. The Warriors over the Thunder, 141-139. The Bucks over the Knicks, 110-105. to 105. Pacers over Cavs, 121-116. The Blazers over Grizzlies, 115-113. The Nets over the Bulls, 109-107. And the Heat over the Wizards, 121-114. Yeah, the NCC tournament is underway. I love the idea of being, you know, they're doing the monetary... Uh, reward for teams that win first and second place. But I, I think an automatic bid to the playoffs, even just as a wildcard team, would really be a neat little treat. Because I think then mm-hmm. teams would take it more serious. And potentially, I don't think they would tank, but they, they could just change their strategy for the second half of the season if they did something like that. Yeah. And and right now they win a million dollars, right? That's a grand One prize. One million dollars. There's no, That's right. nothing else to really play for other than money. So that, yeah, I think a playoff bid would be perfect. Yeah, I guess. Well, they also have a, they also have an MVP odds too. So Kevin Durant, he's voted to be most likely to win the end season tournament too. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting. I'll go over like the top top players here. So it goes it goes Curry, Mitchell, Luca, and Lillard, just the top five. So yeah, it's just, okay. I wonder what you get when you win the MVP too. Like, do you get any bonus besides maybe a trophy or anything like that? Or 
Pride, Ronnie. Yep, it's all, it's all pride. pride. Huh? <laughs> all pride. I, so the NBA in-season tournament, if you have no idea what this is, this is just like it's called an in-season tournament. Uh, whether teams are going to play each other, they're regular season games. They count towards your win-loss record as far as standings for the, for the real playoffs go. But teams will be playing each other in a round-robin group style. And mm-hmm. you'll probably look at your favorite team's schedule and there's some games that say... TBD, TBD, because they don't have an opponent yet. Those yeah. games are going to be the quarterfinals, at semifinals, etc. for the in-season tournament. So if your team doesn't make it, those games that will be TBD will be played against another team that doesn't make the quarterfinals of the in-season tournament. If your team does, it'll be going against another team that makes in-season tournament. So those games are slated for December 4th, 5th, uh, with the semifinals December 7th and the finals December 9th. So not all the teams have played yet their first game. Uh, we're recording this on the 5th of November, and I think there's a slate of games coming up on Friday the 10th. You know, I'm just thinking about what Halliburton said about the the winner should get a, a bid in the playoffs. Well, if that happens, let's say if you made the playoffs, are you just going to rest your players for the rest of the season too? But then I know there are those fines that you get if you do rest your players. And then, yeah. like, what no, if, you, I guess you couldn't, you couldn't rest your players because yeah. of those fines. Yeah. Or, or let's say if someone like the Celtics, they they win the in season tournament. Well, they're most likely going to be in the playoffs anyway. So, uh, like, what does that matter? Like, I don't know. Yeah, there's no benefit to them. Yeah. yeah, it's. I don't think that would work. Now that I think about it a little bit further, I I think it would really work is is a team like the Pistons who yeah. maybe just then okay, this is our ticket in because we know we're not going to do it on regular season record. Right. So let's let's put our our pedal to the metal or nose to the grindstone, whatever expression you want to use and, and try to drive your way into it. That's yeah, true. I, like that, those teams that are lower, yeah, they would try their hardest in these in-game tournaments or whatever, in the in-game games. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what they're called. But they would they would play extra hard because, yeah, that gets their chance to get a playoff spot. So, yeah, I like that yeah. idea. But, okay, so anyways. So um, a couple of records are broken, too. Jason Tatum, he, he drained a... a he drained an and one layup and becomes the youngest Celtic player to hit ten thousand points. And it made me wonder Dang. what yeah, what what other players are on this list too. So do you know who the youngest player is to ever reach ten thousand points? LeBron James. You're right, correct. That's awesome. Do you know who number is? So you two might not is? remember this, Ronnie, because we we've done this before. LeBron was the youngest player to reach ten thousand, twenty thousand. Right. Oh yeah, it that's gets right. harder afterwards. Everything. Okay, well but... let's let's see if you remember who number two is then. Do you know who I number don't. two is? Uh, Luka Doncic. No, do you want to guess guess again? Yes. Um, it'll be uh, Kobe Bryant. Oh, you're close. He's third. Okay. No, I, I'm gonna give up then. All right. Kevin Durant is number two. Kevin Durant. And he's plays okay, for the Suns right now, so that's pretty good. Yeah, he does. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jason Tatum on this top ten all time career list, it's he actually falls at number ten, so he's just made the top ten too with this record. So that's okay. that's cool. So good. But he's the youngest Celtic player. Yep. The youngest, youngest player overall. Yes. And then okay. Wembenyama, he scored his best th- in 38 points uh, against the Suns, unfortunately. So uh, <laughs> it, this guy yeah. is up and coming. And man, he, he's already 38 points for this kid, too. He's just, he's looking insane. And man, I, I was watching part of that game, you know, and they're just throwing the ball up to him, just lobbing up to him. It's becoming Lob City over there. Kind of ridiculous. Yeah. You just can't stop this guy. He's so tall, and he could get up and just slam it down. So it's kind of crazy. You just got to keep him out of the paint. That's that's what yeah. they're gonna have to do. Yep, yeah. Exactly. And then the 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 T Wolves they gave the Nuggets their first loss. So I thought that was interesting because you know the Nuggets are the defending champion, and then the T Wolves out of all the teams, I didn't think they were gonna give them their first loss. So 
not really a record breaker right there, but it did break the, the Nuggets' perfect season record, so I thought that was interesting. Um, also, more Celtics news. They scored 155 points, and that was second most in franchise history. That was against the Pacers, so that's kind of crazy. 155 is a that's a big number too. That's and that, insane. That yeah. wasn't even overtime or anything. That's just regular quarters, you know. So, man, this team is so dominant too, and they are still five and zero. The only team in the NBA right now that are five and zero. Yep, as of right now, they are the only undefeated team as of November fifth. So yeah, they have a margin victory so- of 18 points. How many? How many wins? <laughs> Holy smokes! How many wins do you think this team's gonna get this year? Do you think they're gonna break the record? Eighty-two and zero. They're going to get seventy-four wins. Se- oh, I'm sorry, eighty-three and zero because they're going to win the in-season tournament yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, how many did you say? Seventy. Yeah, was, I think seventy-four is the record. I I mean, it, obviously, it all depends on health. No, I don't think they're going to break the record. I think they will be in the high sixties. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna struggle at some point, right? They're they're in the honeymoon phase with their new new teams. You know, Drew Holiday and Chris Porzingis. Everything yeah. is you know roses and butterflies. But yeah. at some point they're going to struggle and they're going to have a you know a couple of games that they lose, uh, but they'll they'll they're going to win a lot of games. Yeah, sixty. Well, let's see. Will you take the over? I'll I'll do uh, sixty-seven and a half. I'll take the under. Oof. Would you take the over that, of that? I, I think. I well, they have to be healthy. But yeah, if they're healthy, yes. There's no disclaimer, Ronnie. Just, I know, you know that's my disclaimer. Yes. You know, because of course they have <laughs> no, to be healthy. No, no disclaimers against a healthy team. Yeah, this they could break the record. Absolutely. I don't see anyone really stopping these guys. But um, right. uh, I think that's all I have there for that. Yeah, that's all I have for the news. Do you have any other news you'd like to add there? Yeah, the only uh, I don't know if if you have any signs, waves, and trades, but I have one there. I just have an injury to report, but no no signs okay. of waves and trades. Bismack Biombo he has signed with the Memphis Grizzlies oh. as they struggle to figure out what the heck they're doing. But uh, he is now with the Memphis Grizzlies. He was the Seventh overall pick many moons ago, I think 2012. Yeah. And he, former Phoenix Sun as well. He's actually been on a lot of teams. He's quite the journeyman. Yeah. But he finds a new home in Memphis. I feel like he's a really good player, but I don't know. He, did, he didn't really he's take not. advantage of his opportunity they had on in the Suns. Like he was good coming off the bench, but as a starter, he he wasn't there. He wasn't relevant. That's because he's is not really a very weird. good player. Maybe. He's, yeah. It's because like once he comes off the bench, then he's playing against the bench players too instead of the starters yep. maybe. That makes exactly sense. Exactly right. Yeah, he's just he's what injury there. news. What injury news do you got for us, Ronnie? So Wendell Carter, he will be re-evaluated after three weeks, and he's going to undergo surgery to repair a fractured metacarpal metacarpal in his hand. <laughs> so he's got a hand boo boo. Yeah, so exactly. Let's yeah. keep it simple for for people like Ronnie. His <laughs> hand hurt. Yeah, it's so bad. Exactly. He go doctor soon. <laughs> yeah, he fall down and say ouch, and now he's going to be out for three weeks. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all I. Yeah, that's all I have for injury news. Oh. All right, let's jump over to our. Did you see that? This is where we we look at something that we thought was kind of cool, kind of weird, kind of odd, kind of something, and uh, we talk about it. So, uh, Ronnie, do you want to start with yours? Mine's a little bit long winded, okay. and yours is a little bit shorter. Yeah, absolutely. So there was this deal where the a Milwaukee Bucks fan got the opportunity to hit a half court shot. 
So I don't know if he came across this, but there was a fan where he hit the half-court shot. Won, he won $10,000. As soon as he hits the shot, he just runs off the court and runs into the like the, yeah. the hallway and everything like that. And the mascot's just running after him, just chasing him. But he's just partying <laughs> everything. He's, yeah, I don't get that celebration because you would think that you would enjoy it, you know, with maybe the NBA players. and everything. But no, he just ran. He just sprinted. And yeah, he's t- probably running to his wife or something, I would assume. <laughs> yeah. Celebrate. Well, it's rumored that he's, he's actually running still to this moment. You know, to Vegas oh. so he could put down the $10,000 on black at the roulette table. So we'll see if that happens. I, I saw the guy. He's not running very far. <laughs> he was a heftier fellow. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely not running very far. But yeah, yeah it's, it's cool to see fans win and get excited for stuff like that. I do also like when they celebrate with the players, when the players kind of mob in around them because it is exciting to see. Right. Very rarely do those shots hit. So yeah. it's, it's kind of cool to see when they actually do. Well, it's also rumored that once he reaches Vegas, he's going to die of heat exhaustion too <laughs> and, and dehydration. Again, I never trust your sources. And this yeah, is a perfect no, that, that's that's actually that. from Butt Crack Sports. I, I read that. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. Uh, so, Mike, did you see that is related to the Oklahoma City Warriors game? If you're a Warriors fan, you're probably like, oh, I know what he's going to talk about. <laughs> this game was marred in controversy to end the game, I think. Uh, about a minute left in the game, Oklahoma City leads by three. There's a jump ball between Josh Giddy and Gary Payton II. The ref throws it up, and it's absolutely the worst throw up I've ever seen in my life. It's basically a pass to Gary Payton yeah. II. It's not even a jump ball. And Giddy even stands there like, what the hell, man? Yeah. How am I supposed to even participate in this? And the ref's just like, ah, it is what it is. Then I thought about what you said of having a, a drone drop the ball down yeah. or something. I'm like, See? that makes sense. The Warriors end up getting this possession, and then they end up winning the game as a result of this. So it's I yeah. think it was 136 to 133 with a minute left. The final score ends up being 141 to 139. But the last shot of the game, Draymond Green touches the rim as the ball's above the cylinder, and the refs decide that that's okay because he didn't touch the ball. And the rim... The, even though he touched the rim, it didn't impact the ball bouncing in. So they count the bucket when it was obvious interference. Again, I'm biased because I, I like the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. But it just seems like the refs were like, yeah, we want the Warriors. It was an in-season tournament game. We want the Warriors to be involved with the in-season tournament playoffs. And mm-hmm. um, maybe we'll make a few little mistakes maybe we'll we'll give them a little bit of an advantage. But the jump ball was garbage. And I think that last call of the game was was also garbage. And that essentially, I mean, that that, that was it. There was 0.2 seconds left. And uh, they couldn't even get the ball in bounds to, to make a real shot because of that. So terrible, terrible referee in this game. And uh, take a look. If you want to watch some interesting basketball, watch the last 90 seconds of the Oklahoma City Golden State Warriors game. So when I watch this replay, um, I saw... I forget who it is against Josh Giddy. I forget the jump ball person, but it looked like he, yeah, okay, Peyton, yeah. So he, it looked like he took Halliburton's arm and pushed it away, so he couldn't lift up his arm to. I'm sorry, I had said Halliburton took yeah, pushed up, pushed away Giddy's arms, um, and that's why Giddy's arm wasn't even up to try to grab for the ball. That's why it looked like he didn't go for it because he he pushed his arm out of the way. So it looked like it was a foul right away. They should have stopped that. A and foul redone right it. away. Yeah. Yeah. But the ball also was very much towards Peyton yeah. as well. It was just it was just bad all around. Again, this you know, I, I don't like the joke and the narrative that the NBA is rigged, but then you see things like this and you're mm-hmm. like, ah. I was just it? gonna ask that, yeah, do you do you think this is, is like WWE? Like they are that we we went to and just like the the moves and everything like that, maybe it's already written. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's already scripted. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I I, I can't imagine that it is. 
but gosh, it makes it hard because obviously the Warriors are the most valuable franchise in the NBA right now, arguably. Mm-hmm. Maybe they are. I don't remember. You did the yeah, list a Yeah, while they back. were valued the highest one by Forbes. Certainly. Yeah. Okay. So there's certainly interest in the NBA having them be successful and having them be in the playoff, the in-season tournament quarterfinals. So if you can give them a little win with just a, a bad call or two, it's mm-hmm. it's certainly in the NBA's best interest to yeah. do that. Yeah. The question is, would they do that? And I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist because I think most of the time those are crap, but it does just make you wonder. And, you know, you can look at the teams that they would want in the in-season tournament, maybe watch those games and see. And maybe the refs are a little biased in this oh, yeah. game. It's my dad always told me, follow the money, you know, and that's that's what you should do with your betting too. If you yeah. yeah, if you're ever if they're ever playing against a team that makes more money, well, bet on them because they're probably gonna win. <laughs> follow the money. That yep. was from the wire too, the greatest show in television history. I know you probably haven't watched it. What's it called? Fantastic show. The wire yeah, from uh, HBO. Great great crime drama uh that's also funny and, and there's some iconic characters from that show. Uh, speaking of iconic, I have two iconic turds of the week this week for Ooh, you, Ronnie. All right. Let's start with the Memphis Grizzlies who have yet to win a game, who really are struggling with, with any sort of identity. And it's kind of sad to watch this team that was the number two seed in the West last year, just struggling. You know, you look at their, their schedule, they lost the Nuggets. Okay, that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have it in front of me right now, but there's some games that are tough games that you, you're probably going to lose. But to lose to the Trailblazers and to lose to the Jazz, those games are very winnable games. The game against Utah wasn't even close. The game yeah. against the Trailblazers, they lost in overtime. That was such and a like, close one. Yeah, the Nuggets was 108-104, so that was, that was decent. Okay. But again, you expect to, the, the Grizzlies to lose that game. That's not yeah. a shock when you see that final score. Right. And they just are struggling. And, you know, obviously, Steven Adams hurt. He was a big part of this team's identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Morant out for suspension. He's a huge part of this team's identity. I think the hope was, can we just limp along until Ja comes back and, and maybe start winning games? I How many games are... What's the record going to be when Ja comes back? Is it yeah. is there even going to be a season left to play for? Right. Yeah. That, that Is it even going to be... Is there a point to putting in Jaw at that point? Do you just want to like keep him fresh for next year? Put him on the bench. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like yeah, just put him on IR for the rest of the year. That yeah, sucks. no, I don't think they're going to do that. But it is it is painful to watch these guys play, and they have talent on this roster. Yeah, that's certainly not the issue. I just uh, we we talked about this last year. You know, with Dylan Brooks and John Morant getting into the trouble they're getting. I think it's a coaching issue. And I, I think you're really seeing that now where you have sort of those, I don't want to say distractions, but sort of those bad influences. The guys that are getting into trouble, whether or not you agree with why they're getting into trouble, that, you know, that we're not going to argue that. But they're getting into trouble with the NBA. And yeah. now they're not on this team. And this team still has talent. And they're still losing these games. I think once John Morant margins. comes back. The Wizards. They should, have, they should beat the Wizards, right? The Wizards yeah. are terrible. <laughs> yeah. Once John Morant comes back, their roster is going to look a lot better, too. But yeah, with Adams out the whole year, that kind of sucks. They do have Jaron Jackson, Marcus Smart. I don't know what he's doing right now. Like he's he scored eight points last game, and I I included him in one of my underdog bets too, and uh, that sucked. And he, he's a, yeah, he's the first he's the reason that I lost my bet because dude, come <laughs> on, you expect him to get double digits? Yeah, you did. <laughs> no, like, I don't know about I him. I never expect that from Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is not who you think he is. 
I, guess I think not. if he gets double digits, that's more rare. He had 23 against the Mavericks, who don't yeah. play defense, which, you know, yeah, that makes sense. Well, you just figure but, with Morant out, like, he's going to step up and, you know, score some points for this team, but he doesn't. No, he does not. I mean, he, I think that's, that's Marcus Smart, though, yeah. I think. He's going to flop a bunch, and he's going to uh, play some, some solid defense, but he's not great at assists. You know, he very rarely gets double-digit assists, and you know it, he is what he is. I'm surprised how many minutes Derrick Rose is playing. Yeah, I, I he looks expected good. him to be, but he's not. Yeah, he he looks good. I guess uh, he's certainly not the Derrick Rose that he, he used to be, which right. is which is a tough ask. But he he does look good coming off the bench. I'm surprised that they're not playing him more than Marcus Smart at this point. Yeah, but I think it just must just, be they're going for defense because you know you have. Jaron Jackson, you have two former defensive player of the years on this on the starting roster here. Yeah, I think they just are limiting Rose's minutes because he's older, you know, and he he doesn't have those good knees anymore. But yeah, I would yeah. like to see him play more minutes, you know. But if he can, I don't know if he can. But they do. There's a rematch going on. So that that last game, remember you said it went into overtime. They play again today. Yeah, they play again today. So maybe they'll today get their being first Sunday, win. November fifth. Yeah. So by the time this comes out, we'll uh, we'll know. Maybe they maybe they get their first win. Maybe they don't. But yeah. that is. Turd of the week number one is the Memphis Grizzlies who just cannot win a game and just they just look bad yeah. and lost and and not a lot of fun to watch. The other one is is a team that I picked as a potential championship team and that's the Los Angeles Lakers. They lost to the Orlando Magic pretty yeah. badly. But the worst stat from this is LeBron was on the court for 35 minutes. The Lakers with LeBron on the floor plus 12. The 12 plus minutes that he was out, they were outscored by 31 points. Wow. He makes it. LeBron's huge 21st impact. season, and he is still, yes, he is the reason. I mean, he's the reason they lost, but That's he's not crazy. really the reason they lost. It's, he can't play that many minutes, but the fact that you can't, this team has so much depth. I don't, I don't understand yeah. how they could be that bad with him on the bench. And I could just imagine LeBron sitting here watching this. This just gets bucket after bucket after bucket and just getting more and more frustrated. And do you remember when Kobe did his little temper tantrum where all he did was pass the ball? Yeah. And he didn't shoot? Yeah. Is LeBron going to do something like that? Does he have to do something like that to make his point that this team needs offensive help and it, he, it just can't be him carrying this team? Maybe. Because dang, they're going to yeah. have a rough season. The Magic are, are an up and coming team. I don't want to say the Magic are terrible because they're not. Yeah. But you don't expect them to outscore you by 31 points when one of your players is on the bench. Right. Did you see Ben Carroll in that game too? I did watch a little highlight on that where he crossed over LeBron James. And I know we're speaking about LeBron being like the best player right now, but he got crossed a big time. You know, he, he, he almost made LeBron fall and he just blew, blew right past him right to the rim. And man, he looks oh, so that. good. Ben Carroll is amazing. Who was, uh, who was that you said? Ben Carroll. Oh, Ben Carroll. Paolo. Okay. Yeah. He, he, Paolo he, had, yeah, yeah. he had 25 points that game and 10 assists. So, yeah, he's doing work over there. He's defending he, rookie he's, of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Now, I noticed I was looking at the plus and minuses that you're, that you're talking to. Did you see that Anthony Davis was tied for worst at negative 24? Oh, my gosh. I didn't look at the plus minus for the players. I just looked at it for the teams. Yeah. So maybe that is that's terrible. the reason. Maybe he was sick or something. And because if you're not playing defense, then obviously that's not going to help. And he's your best defender on the team, I think. But, he is, yeah. yeah. He did score 28 points, 13 rebounds, but geez, that negative 24 hurts when you see a plus 12 from LeBron. Absolutely. It's it's terrible. Terrible basketball by this Lakers team. 
And they, I, again, I still stand by that they're one of the three teams in the West that can win a championship. They're going to figure it out, I hope, or they're going to make some trades to to get some players. D'Lo, uh, he's he's terrible. He's, shooting, <laughs> he's shot four for 17 in this game, but he is just, I mean, I don't know. He was terrible last season too, so it's not like a shock, but yeah. they need a shooter on this team. And I think, you know, as the, the season progresses, there might be a willing trade partner. We talked about, you know, OG Anobi or, or Pascal Siakam potentially being traded. That's just my theory. There's nothing, there's no source on that. Yeah. But I, I think that, that the Lakers could be a good candidate for, for OG Anobi, certainly uh, kind of a smaller shooter uh, yeah. that can come in and, and score points so LeBron can rest. <laughs> right. Well, right now, the Lakers, too, they're on a, a, it's the start of a four game road trip, too. So start at the Magic, and now they have Heat, Rockets, and then there'll be Suns. So that's okay. a that's a rough start for a, a long road trip too. So that is <laughs> hopefully yeah, they'll lose a... all four of those games. I'd like to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I care very little. I would like the Suns to win, but you know, like I said, I I, I want to be right with what I said yeah. at my preseason prediction. Yeah, and uh, the only way that happens is if they're in the playoffs and contending <laughs> for a championship. Right. All right, Ronnie. I got a little game to play. If you are, if you're down for it. Oh yeah, sure. I'm 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 awake now. Let's do it. Oh, all right. So this is going to be based off the $10,000 pyramid. I just had this idea and I thought I would give it a try. Are you familiar with not the not the final round, but let's say the, the first round where I have a word that I have to get you to say without saying what that word is? Do we need to do an example or are you, are yeah, you solid? Yeah, but I suck at these games, <laughs> but let's do it. <laughs> all right. Let me, let me get my stopwatch set up for 30 seconds. Oh, God. How many, how many do you think you'll be able to get? This is probably zero. I'm I'm gonna You'll go with the zero. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm, go with the I'm a, under and say zero. <laughs> all right. I'm a fantastic clue giver. Okay. So uh, let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. All right. Here we go. This is the guy that has a whistle and he calls fouls and he's, he's on the basketball court. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is the amount of time a team has per possession to twenty four shot um, clock. Okay, great. Uh, the referee will call a penalty uh, if somebody hits somebody or. or Yep. Um, this is an apparatus. When a player falls on the floor and it's moist, they come out with this to, to clean it up. <laughs> um, this is a, f- a penalty when the, they take too many steps. Ah, oh, right. Travel. I was traveling. Ronnie, you did better than I thought you did, man. No, and it's about you basketball. Ref, I guess I'm better. Yeah. Well, that, of course it's going to be with basketball. Your clues are a amazing basketball too. podcast. Yeah. So that's that's the that's the the part where it's a little bit short. Like I I, I wrote the clues. Yeah. So I need a randomizer or something, but Oh yeah, to like on the spot cuz to yeah, to come up with the clues, yeah, that'd be kind of tough. That's where I struggle. It's like, yeah, they, they give me something and I got to think about how to word it without saying the actual word. That that is a little tough for me. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. Yeah, cool. That's that's quick too. I liked it. That was quick. 30 seconds go by really really fast. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to I'm going to challenge you to put some together so that uh we, we could do this as well. And then if do you think we could do a contest with viewers or, or viewers, woo, listeners, yeah. where we could uh, have a couple of listeners come on and do a couple of rounds? Yeah, sure. It, hey, it may soon be viewers, too. I, I opened up our TikTok. I don't even tell you that until just now. So <laughs> maybe no, we could do some TikToks. We have a TikTok. Yep. I'm going to start the doing some TikTok things. TikTok I know is Kesha. <laughs> Kesha. That is <laughs> <that's> dumb. <laughs> That's hey. the greatest song in her library, and that's saying. <laughs> actually, I don't know any of Kesha's songs other than well, since, TikTok. Well, since we did this little this game too, I, I have one trivia question. So I, I was trying to well, go through real, and like real make quick, a couple. Let me, let me, let me oh, just, sure. Okay. Hold on one quick second. So if you're interested in being a contestant, and we will figure out a prize, 
uh, to in our in our experiment of this ten thousand dollar like pyramid, uh, leave us a message or send us a text at the JNR fan line six zero two nine three five eight three six eight. We will record. We'll, we'll do like the same for all of these people, and then maybe we'll just do an episode that's a recap of all of them. So that way, um, we'll figure it out. But if you're interested, contact us. Contact us on the JNR fan line six zero two nine three five eight three six eight. Uh, for your chance to be on the podcast and to win some prizes. Yeah, please don't send me a TikTok dance about how you want to do this cuz uh you won't you won't be in it. <laughs> you, that's that's the line. Yeah. Ronnie will not cross. <laughs> exactly. Okay, ready for my question for you? Yes, let's do it. I'm ready for the trivia. Okay, this is my one trivia question back. that I came up. So there's One trivia question. Wow, Ronnie, really yeah. really so, strange yourself. <laughs> I know, right? So, um there are I have on my list right here Three best defensive ratings in the NBA this season. So there's three players on this list who are, and they're all the only players that are under a hundred because uh, the ratings are better with a lower number here. Can you name the three best defensive rating players in the NBA currently? And I will give you one hint. Two players are on one team. Two players are and on one And I mentioned that team earlier too. You mentioned the team earlier. We mentioned a lot of teams. So yeah. This is going to be tricky. So I'm going to start with the two players that are on one team. Okay. And I'm going to say Victor Webinyama. Is no. he one of them? Okay. Because he's got a lot of blocks, which has been Yeah, that's good. a good... Yeah, let's he, go, that guy, man. Let's go. Jeez, have you seen him and Chet, too? They're just blocking it up. They're, oh, I they're know. both insane. It's insane. Yeah. It is, like, there's these shots that Chet... We're, we're going off subject here. There's these shots that Webinyama gets to and closes. He doesn't even really close. Mm-hmm. He just jumps and sticks his hands up. It's yeah. like, he was three feet away from that dude. How on earth yeah, did he get that block blocking three-point shots, right? Yeah, yeah. It's insane. So the guy he, goes up oof. with his regular stroke, you know, like, oh, he's, you know, one banyama is like five feet, 10 feet away from you, whatever yeah, it is, you know. And not then, a chance. <laughs> and then he just jumps up and blocks it like, oh, my God. But yeah, anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna use my cheat code and go the Memphis Grizzlies, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Marcus Smart. No, that was a really smart choice. But no, you're still not yeah. there. Okay. So okay. this this team. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Hold I was going to give you another hint. Okay. Chet Holgram and Josh Giddy. No. Okay, now I need a hint. Okay, so this team, team recently broke another team's winning streak. Oh, so this is these, the these two players are on yep, that team. Yep, yep. It was Rudy Gobert. Yes. And then uh, I'm going to say Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So Rudy okay. Gobert is at 94.9 so think... and Carl Anthony Towns is at 98.8. All right, so now there's are... one player in the middle of these guys at 97.7. Can you just take a... You okay? How do I give you a hint? It's not who you think it would be. Oh, that's a great hint, Ryan. And and he <laughs> and he and he was traded this year. He was one of the players that was traded this year. Kristaps Porzingis. No. Um. You, you would, DeAndre Ayton. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I just smashed my microphone with I, excitement. <laughs> I couldn't believe that he was on this list with these guys. So he's rated to be one of the best NBA players this year for defensively. I couldn't believe Boom. it when I saw it. I was like, what the yeah. heck? So He's, just very surprised you see that. And then the fact that the, the Nuggets lost to the T-Wells and then there are two defenders on this team that are rated the best, that kind of makes sense yeah. now. So kind of interesting to see all that. Yeah, so let's let's take a look at DeAndre Ayton's stats real sure. quick because I know that you are yeah, a let, huge DA fan. I hope we're going to trash him. <laughs> I hope they're not good stats. Well, I mean, what's a good – his defense has obviously improved. Mm-hmm. If he's being considered that, he's he's averaging 
Uh, let's see, for the regular season, he is averaging 2.3 steals per game, one block per game. That's that's not too bad. Mm. He's averaging 13 rebounds a game so far this season. Obviously, he has some big... Yeah, he had that one game with ones. 23. So that he had the of, one game with 23. Yeah. But he, he has... His low of the season is nine. Everything else has been double digits. And they have to be big, right? Because he's the only good player on that team. <laughs> oh, he's not the only good player on that team. I mean... How dare you say that about <laughs> our boy Jerome... Was it Jer- Jeremy Grant? Yeah, I like him a lot. But I, f- I still feel like Aiton is better than him. Jeremy Grant's good, but he's... No way! Really? You think Aiton's better Grant's... than Jeremy Grant? I, I think he is, yeah. I... Unfortunately, yeah, sharp. Oh, Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon is fantastic. I I guess, but I still think I like, Aiton's I'm better. I'm biased. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm biased too, but I just think that these Nobody. that Aiton is better than these guys because, yeah, these these guys are like older and like Shaden Sharp is good. Yeah, he's up Ma- and coming. Malcolm but Brogdon's not older. He, yeah, he is. He's pretty old. I, hasn't he, he, I thought he was in the league for like ten years or something. Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Unless I'm thinking of about a different Malcolm Brogdon. <laughs> he's played... Oh, you know what? Maybe he's played 400 games in his career. That's going to be like six-ish seasons? Five or six seasons, maybe? Yeah. Maybe longer if he was... Right. If he didn't play that many games as a rookie. Or, yeah. That's true. Yeah. But yeah. So, Aiton's upcoming and he's looking pretty good. And that sucks because we traded him away. Well, I think he's good on this... I think you're right. There is some truth to He's good on this team. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, he's not good. He's not a. When you look at other number one overall picks, he's he's going to be on the lower end of those. Yeah. I wonder how Joseph Nurkic is doing, like versus him. Joseph you know? Nurkic. Yeah. So, what I have up is the fantasy rankings points per by center. Yeah. And this has DeAndre Ayton as number nine and Nurkic is number twenty one. So this is again fantasy points. Okay. Uh, Nurkic is averaging thirty point. 30 and a quarter fantasy points per game. Aiton is averaging 37 and a half fantasy points per game. Got it. Okay, here's the core stats that I was looking for. Okay, so Aiton is averaging 11.2 points per game. Nurkic, 9.7. So rebounds per game, Aiton's averaging 13.7. Nurkic, 9. Assist is 1.5 for Aiton. Nurkic, 3.8. So there we go. We got one green stat. So (laughs) basically, Aiton is beating him in every single set. He's beating him in steals, blocks, and turnovers. Well, actually, they're tied at turnovers, 1.5. But, yeah, the only green stat that Nurkic has is the assist. Other than that, Aiton's beating him in every category. So, so far, it's not looking like a good trade. I don't they're know, very different but, players, but, right? But Nurkic ass- can handle the ball. Yeah. Aiton can't. And the way that this team is built, you need ball handlers, not big ogres that can't <laughs> handle the ball. Because yeah. Aiton can't dribble, right? If he puts the ball down on the floor, you just hold your breath. Yeah, exactly. And Nurkic is almost that a borderline point guard. He's just a big point guard. Yeah, let's not be let's not be crazy. Oh, uh, three point eight assist, that. Jonathan. He's he, a point guard. I <laughs> <laughs> hate you so much. <laughs> All right, let's jump to our last segment here. Let's talk about our games that we want to watch. Games to watch this week. Uh, I will go first with yes, the Bucks versus the Pistons on Wednesday, November eighth. I like Monty. And this Pistons team, I think that this could be a good statement game for them. They're actually not doing too bad in the standings. I had the standings up. Where did that window go? They're they're playing pretty good basketball. Actually, the East in general, the standings are kind of weird because yeah. you know the Pistons are in the top eight as of right now. Are they not? Nope, they're thirteenth. I lied. 
Uh, they're two and four, so they're not doing. I'm thinking of the Pacers, who are number seven, but they're they're certainly capable. This team is a talented team. This should be a fun game to watch. Um, some of the games they played this year and and have lost, they've lost in big way, big, but they've also won some games over teams that you would expect them to lose. To yeah. the Bulls being the main one, but you know they they played the Heat close. Uh, they played the Pelicans close ish. So that's the game I'm most excited for coming up Wednesday, November 8th, the Pistons and the Bucks. All right, cool. Pistons and Bucks. I'm, I'll, hopefully that's on TV so I can watch it too. I'll have to watch that NBA League Pass too. Use that Use that subscription. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know what? The one I've, after looking at some of these games too is uh, the one coming up on November 10th. It's Obviously, I would pick this because it has to do with the Suns, but the Suns are playing the Lakers. So right now the Lakers are 3-3. Three and three. The Suns are two and four. The Lakers just lost against Orlando. I feel like both of these teams are struggling. Devin Booker yeah. has this weird foot injury where he he played a game a couple days ago, but then he sat out again, and that was only like a second game of the season. So I don't know what's going on with that. Bradley Beal hasn't played a single game, and one of my friends said that he saw him just shooting a ball, and he looks horrible, like his, he's hunched over like an old man, <laughs> and he's just like he could barely stand up straight. So something's going on with him, and I'm a little worried. I'm I'm worried about this trade now too. You know, I mean. God, we look so bad all of a sudden, but we're supposed to be like the best team in the league. So, and then we get, we got to play against the Lakers now too. So luckily it's a home game. So maybe that gives us a little advantage, but I'm worried about my sons. I, I, I wonder if Booker's going to be back on the floor and how are we going to look against these Lakers too like right now? That should be interesting to get. I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I want to see. Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant all on the court at the same time. I want to see this team as it was meant to be played. Yeah. I'm so tired of Grayson Allen being in the starting lineup. <laughs> I know you hate so him. I, but you're I, not the I only one that it. said that too. Some of my other friends, they all, they all say it. They're like, there's, Grayson Allen is probably the least liked player in the NBA. And how weird is it that like he's, he's playing pretty decent <laughs> yeah. for our team too, but people know, yeah. like no one in Arizona likes him. They just don't want him on our team. It's so interesting. Yeah. Let's do a quick recap of our standings, just of some surprises. So starting out in the West, as you mentioned, the Suns are 2-4. and four. They're 13th place in the Western Conference. And the Kings are 2-3 and three at 12th place in the Conference. Both of those are shocking to me. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's a long season. There's nothing, no need to panic at all. Uh, we talked about the Grizzlies already going from number two to being the worst team in basketball as of, as of now. Are are any other surprises or any other things that you're like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen? You know, it's just interesting to see. So, like, the Suns, if, if we were going to start the playoffs right now, the Suns would not even make the play-in right now. That's kind of crazy to see. But Yeah, but don't panic. Don't <laughs> yeah. panic. It's only six games. Right, and it's cool to see the Spurs up there, too. They're in the sixth spot overall, too. So, yep, adding women, Yama definitely is making a difference so far. They're winning games, and yeah, they were well, horrible last year. we talked about that, year. too, right? Adding yeah. Webinyama and not tanking intentionally. Mm-hmm. How many games would they have won if they weren't trying to tank for Webinyama? Yeah. So that's that's sort of a double-edged sword of, of yeah, I think this team is certainly going to be in contention for a playoff spot. Yeah. The Blazers are ninth overall, so they would be in a play-on spot right now. Yeah, they'll drop. Yeah, hopefully. God, please drop. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that good. The Warriors, 5-1, and one, Ronnie. Yeah. 5-1. and one. I know. Look at that. They made that trade with Poole, got rid of him, and maybe that's what they needed. But, yeah, they're looking pretty good. So here's the thing, though. I remember the Suns started one year where they were like 0-4 oh, or something like that. You know, nothing. So it's like, I'm not worried. But then the Suns, I think, broke their records, like all-time winning record because they, yeah, they just, you can't look at these stats too hard. But it is interesting to look at already. 
I do want to remind everyone that Ronnie said the Warriors would not make the playoffs. Uh, so me calling them out at five and one at this point is 100% curmuffins. Yeah. And I will continue to call out their record uh, until they start to, if they start to suck, and then I'll just kind of forget about what, what happened. Hey, there, there's, <laughs> there's six, six games into the season. They're not going to make it. There's no way. There's too many good teams. Look at all these teams that they have to beat. They, yeah, the, the Kings are down there. The Suns are down there. Come on. The Grizzlies will get Come it together. On. They're going to get John Let's Morant Let's take back. a look at the East where similar. So the, I'm looking the top eight of what I'm going to consider playoff teams. So outside of the top eight, you have teams that were in the playoffs last year. The Heat, the Knicks, the Cavs, mm-hmm. all below that. Ninth, 10th, and 11th respectively. Yeah. That's shocking to me because I think this, most specifically the Cavaliers, because I'm big on the Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm shocked to see them get off to this early season struggles. I think they'll write the ship, but the magic four and two. Look at that. That's I awesome. Uh, I think we both kind of crapped on the nets, but they're three and three off to a good start for, for this team. I, I, I don't think they'll stay there, but it's, it is interesting to see how these teams sort of find their spot. No shock that the wizards are at the bottom at one and four. Uh, I, I, I think they'll soon be joined by the Raptors who just look bad. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I just it, took a look at the Cavs schedule too. They weren't playing that great of teams too. Like they have, no, have a tough schedule coming up and they already lost these games against these teams. Okay. Yeah. They lost because the Thunder. That's probably the best team out of them, but the Pacers, six, yeah, the, Pacers, yeah the, the Nets. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I'm sorry. They beat the Nets, but yeah, they won. They lost one against the Knicks. So yeah, they just, I don't they know. split the series with the Knicks and they lost two to the Pacers. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's rough. And yeah, you're right. They're going to go against. The Warriors, the Thunder, the Warriors, the Kings, you know, the Trailblazers should be a gimme game for them. Right. The Pistons should be a gimme game for them. No, they, not anymore. I'm I not am, anymore. I'm actually happy to see the Pistons aren't dead last. So that's, even though they're 12th yeah. overall in their, in their conference, yeah, at least they're they're looking better. Monty's yeah. doing his job. And man, their roster, every time I look at their roster, I'm like, I keep forgetting about how many decent players they have. Like, they're, they're not superstars or anything like that, but... They're definitely like above average players, you know? They're players that, that people want to, they just want to play. They're ballers, I would call them, you know? I like that ballers, team Ballers, absolutely. All right, well, that is going to do it for us on a early morning recording edition of the JNR Basketball Podcast. One thing I did want to mention, I, I forgot to mention at the top, is that we have recently joined the Underdog Podcast Network. So we are now part of the Underdog Podcast family. Check out underdogpodcast.com to see all of the different podcasts for different sports, different topics, uh, all available to you on the Underdog Podcast Network. So I'm, I'm very happy to be part of that. And uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you guys next time. And just to clarify, that's not Underdog Fantasy. This is Underdog Podcast, something completely different too. So. That is going to do it for us. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks, guys.